Hey, I was trying to reach the voicemail of your favorite coaster sucks, and I guess you guys suck so much that you can't answer the fucking phone. Now listen, how are you going to tell me that my favorite coaster sucks? My favorite coaster is fucking Nitro at Six Flags Great Adventure. Easily the best coaster on the planet. Most airtime. Eject your airtime throughout the whole ride. The trims don't even hit. Like, what the fuck? How are you going to hate on my shit? Like, I don't know. I just don't like what you guys are doing here. It's just, it's some bullshit. I mean... The things you promote, the things you talk about, it's offensive as fuck. You know, I'm just not a fan. I'm really mad about it. I'm going to report you guys, hopefully get you banned. Um, you know, you, Airtime Thrills, and Brandon, you're like all the same. You're like all the same. You're a bunch of motherfuckers just like fucking with everything in it. You know, it just pisses me off, man. It just pisses me off. So, um, eat shit. Um, y'all can uh, fuck off and die. And I hope this podcast goes nowhere. Peace. Welcome to the worst roller coaster podcast on the internet. Now, let's join Ben and Zach as they tell you why your favorite coaster sucks. I'm Zach, and my name means splinter in Polish. I'm Ben, and I'm kind of impressed by that definition of his name. And I'm Mark, and I like to eat a lot of spaghetti. Nice. Yes, spaghetti. Uh, not at the moment, but I wish. One well, nights a good night for spaghetti. I just think of spa day. Sounds like you're trying to say spaghetti day from Always Sunny, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we of course are joined by Mark from the Drunk Riders. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for coming by, Mark. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Uh, hey, it's a pleasure to be here. You got anything else you want to plug up top? Got a couple more spots later on, but... Uh, well, yeah, from the Drunk Riders. Uh, I'm sure our fan bases, there's a lot of overlap in them, but if you haven't listened to us yet, feel free. You're already listening to one podcast. Uh, and then Coaster Force, if you're not following any of the social media on Coaster Force, we got a lot of active, constant, engaging content that... We'll be rolling out forever until the end of time. So, yeah. Definitely. Drunk Riders, give them a listen. Great show. Follow them on Twitter. And uh, same with Coaster Force. Go give them a follow. Check out the site and the YouTube page. For sure. So, we, uh, we totally bit your guys' shit, and we customarily start off with the question of, uh, what are you drinking tonight? <laughs> so uh, I got a Stella right now. I have no idea how this ended up in my fridge, but it was there. So I'm gonna drink it. Yum. Stella's is like classy. That's that's a good import. I'm all for that. It's like the classiest beer anyone's <laughs> drank on this show. I actually don't think I've ever had one before, but it's pretty good. Well, shit, you're coming on here and classing up the joint. We're going to have to step up our game. <laughs> I will say that one does have a nasty hangover if you have more than seven. Ooh. Like a really sharp <laughs> uh, frontal headache activated by bright lights. Noted for the next time. Uh, oh, gosh. Noted for the next time we do a power hour on the drunk riders. Oh, Lord. I like that you had the number pinned down exactly, Ben. <laughs> right. Remember the date, the number of beers. All the details. Oh, gosh. And yet still managed to get 
hung over. That's impressive, dude. <laughs> yeah, Although you are from Wisconsin, so. Yeah, but I don't think alcoholism is regional. <laughs> no, it's genetic. I, I, I also don't think alcoholism is th- a thing to be proud of about your state. Like that's yeah, the, probably kind not. of what it is. It's like everyone from Wisconsin's proud of their alcoholism. It's like the rest of the country is like that's a little weird. <laughs> yeah, um, well, at least here in Chicago, like you're not like us where we're known for shootings and stuff. That's true. So I didn't even know what I was drinking because um, the can's really weird. So I'm drinking Fremont's Interurban India Pale Ale. And the award for the longest beer name. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was definitely intentional. That was like some really pretentious brewer shit. Like, I want people to say the whole damn name. The quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog beer. <laughs> That's well, is, shit. is it any good? Uh, it's 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 in the middle. It's it's good. It's like it's like expected good. That's all I can describe it right now. All right. <laughs> There's too it's, much beer out there. It's like yeah, it's in the middle somewhere. It's not bad. It's not good. It's fine. It passes. But if the if the name is not memorable, then it's not in the top ten tier. <laughs> and I know, I'm not even snobby. I'm not even snobby at all. I just, I just think there's too much fucking beer out there. That is true. It's a PSA brought to you by your favorite coaster sucks. There's too much beer out there. <laughs> <laughs> Go drink one right now. <laughs> too many. Pre- okay. Too many pretentious small microbreweries. That's all. Well, I mean, our our generation are adults now, so. That explains a lot. Kind of a scary thought, but hey. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we're all here doing a podcast right now. <laughs> yeah, we're entering our 30s, or are in our 30s, and we're doing a podcast about roller coasters. Like, that makes us a great generation. I I concur. I'll drink to that. Uh, more specifically, I'll give you the brand name because I pulled it out of the freezer. I got a handle of Vitali Vodka for $11. Thank you. Oh, gosh. Whoa. <laughs> and it is fantastic when you mix it. All right. I mean, for 11 bucks, it's not... I wouldn't ask for the. Don't ask for it by name. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. I can just imagine the labeling based on the name. Uh, they hired someone from Fiverr, clearly. <laughs> All right. Um, shit. This is our longest alcohol tangent ever, which proves that we're just alcoholics. Well... Oops. I'm going to blame Wisconsin. I'll blame Wisconsin, too. Me as well. (laughs) All right. So normally we just cycle through these news stories. Um, If you want to jump in on this, Mark, you can take the first one. 
Sure. Um, so the old carousel from Joyland reopened at a new location. Ooh, what do you write when it's a slow news week? <laughs> Apparently about old carousels. I mean, Joyland was a place in Kansas, I think. That's a... It existed. Yeah. Isn't there also one in, like, northwest Texas, too? Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> Are you sure well, those, like, well-known carousels or something? No, I'm pretty sure it was just a very slow news week. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, I don't think I've ever heard anything about the carousel at these parks ever. No. Okay. No, your boys over here scraping Screamscape for any little scrap of news that comes up. (laughs) So, uh, you know, whatever that new location is. Botanica. That sounds like one of those, uh, it could be one of those Polish amusement parks. Or it kind of sounds like the encyclopedia. Of plants. (laughs) Yeah. Right? All right. Ben, you want the next one? Okay. So um, a millennial designed the new fireworks show at Magic Kingdom. Another, like, how is this news article? Avocado hashtag eggplant squirt 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 <laughs> complete misuse of the emojis. I think there's an obligatory okay boomer to be had here in this segment, though. Definitely. Uh, well. On Millennials, shit, a Cartoon Network hotel is scheduled to open in 2020. Imagine all the... I can't get over... I I can't get over how this is going to be in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Wow. Isn't that like Amish country? (laughs) Imagine like all of the trucker or like hookers of the surrounding areas that will have to use that hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) <laughs> with like the themed wallpaper and the the themed sheets and all that i'll be like don't go to the third floor you just don't want to take your family there that's a sight to behold people doing like fentanyl drug deals like to a fairly odd parent themed <laughs> hotel room yeah people are doing rails off of spongebob's face oh gosh Oh, wait, it's Cartoon Network. Neither of those brands are going to be there. <laughs> close enough. It'll be Dexter's Lab or something. <laughs> this is like, it's just funny when you say Amish country and then like hotel. It's just small town hotels are always just so like sketchy. Right. Guys, this is going to be the resort that saves Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to put it on the map. Yeah, because it'll be in about fucking It'll time. be in a YouTube video about closed hotels in like 12 years. Oh gosh. 
Or just go or, or like just go boom. urban exploring. <laughs> <laughs> and then the fu- it's going to be funny in like 10 years when just like some local franchiser or whatever just buys it and then they just strip the uh, like strip all the Cartoon Network copyrighted shit, but then replace it with um, dumb shit or like close to it stuff. Yeah. So it has like a really weird theme, like a really generic. It'll like, be like the cartoon hotel. <laughs> <laughs> like when they rethemed Camp Cartoon Network at Great America to Camp Cartoon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speak cartoon hotel. And it'll have like really bad knockoffs of like Bugs Bunny. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just or they theme it to like something bad like holidays. <laughs> So there'd be like the Easter room and then the Christmas room and it's just generic shit. No, I think it might become like freestyle music hotel. Oh gosh. (laughs) You can stay in our country suite. Nice. And they find out it's just like a front for embezzling Russian money. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's on that third floor. <laughs> Stay away. All this fun for a hotel. I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, it seems like we're getting the most juice out of this news story this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Okay, the next one's pretty good. Mark, go right on ahead. All right, so the water park at American Dream, it was supposed to open, like, this past weekend, I think, or maybe the weekend before. Yeah, it's delayed. Surprise. Whoa. If you're anywhere near that park, go get those damn credits before it's all closed. (laughs) For real. I feel like the general admission price is going to go it's probably gonna like fluctuate it's just gonna drop and then go up to like a hundred dollars and then drop down to like forty dollars <laughs> so it's like it's one of those weird things it's like do you wait until more stuff opens or do you just go a- asap before yeah. they shut down you know at any time i'd say go as soon as possible i mean we're a new show. This is our 13th episode, and I'm pretty sure we've had a story about this place every single episode. So, um, <laughs> That's true. That is, that's a good key indicator. Yeah. If there's that much stuff that's actually getting into news publications, <laughs> it's not a real good sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the stories have been... New roller coaster opens. That's true. They like reduce the prices. Some stuff still not open. They got or like or like a team of people roving the entire place looking for fires. Yeah, that's a bad sign. Yeah, definitely. And there also hasn't been any like guests struck in head by iPhone ten from a ride. So. <laughs> That's because there's probably nobody there. Yeah. It's like 60 bucks and not all the rides are open. 
Yeah, go give them some business. They could use it. It's like, what are the odds that, like, these rides are going to be open next year, you know? Freestyle Music Mall. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's another shell company for Russian embezzlement. (laughs) Yes, American Dream. Yeah, that's like pretty. I uh, yeah. Let's just go. Next month. Sure, I'm in. Should just have like a random meet up there, and then before it, before it closes, I what if it closes like in February? That's it. Just seems really real, like a real possibility. Keep your ears peeled to your favorite coaster sucks and the drunk riders for the meetup announcement. <laughs> <laughs> It'll take place approximately one day ahead of time. <laughs> Do a coaster enthusiast flash mob of type events there. Oh gosh, that'd be awesome. Where just like every enthusiast shows up on like a date. All you need is a really trendy, catchy hashtag something to get all the coaster enthusiasts wound up. And then everyone would go just out of curiosity. I like it. (laughs) All right. Let's let's think of that idea when we're sober. Hashtag LV takes Jersey. Wow, there's so much potential. Okay, all right, for real. <laughs> no, I'm, I got a, a shit ton of ideas. Okay. Shit, we got a Google Doc open. Start going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I w- let's yeah, let's let's talk after. Um, so Hershey Park has announced an immense. <laughs> I cannot say the fucking word. Immersive? Yeah, I I read it in my mind. I just couldn't say it. Um, Yeah, so (laughs) Hershey Park has announced an immersive VR attraction for 2020, um, which is kind of cool. But what is it going to be? Is it going to be like inside of chocolate? Or is it going to be like... I wonder what they're planning on doing. Yeah, who knows? Drown in a vat of chocolate. The experience. Can you imagine it's so immersive? You open your mouth and you just taste chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, wait, what the hell's going on? (laughs) Who's there? (laughs) Don't ask questions. That actually reminds me, though, like with the sense, I've never like actually have done any Hershey Park attractions. So is there anything with chocolate smells on any of their rides? Um, The only thing close to that is if the wind is blowing the right way, all the smell from the factory goes right into the park. Oh, that's cool. That seems pretty awesome. It's good advertising. Like, damn, I want some chocolate. 
course, they're probably they don't even have those like you know uh, vending machines with the chocolate in the line. Oh yeah. Wait, they don't. I don't know. Oh. Yeah, I honestly don't remember. It's been a while since I was there last. I feel like they would have. They might. I don't know. I was making a dumb joke. That's kind of my thing here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I thought we were talking about a real chocolate situation. (laughs) What's the situation now, huh? (laughs) That was actually my old band, the chocolate situation. I didn't really fit in too well, but that's all right. Did you open for the string cheese incident? We tried to. (laughs) All right. I don't know where the hell this is going. (laughs) I'm actually really. um... All right. I'll just talk (laughs) and get a beer. All right, then. (laughs) Only the finest here on your favorite coaster sucks. (laughs) And as he's loudly getting a beer, we'll get into the next thing. All right. Uh, Dollywood is planning on building a new hotel. Don't they already have like three of them? They want to turn it into Disney World, apparently. More power to them. Christian Disney World. Yikes. Didn't didn't Tammy Faye Baker try that in like the 80s? No, what was that? I don't know. What was that? <laughs> like, um, that televangelist guy. <laughs> They built like Heritage USA. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're Gosh. right. I guess that was a long way to go for a joke, but it 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 fits. No, like that's terrifying. <laughs> I wonder if any of that is still standing. Yeah, some of it is. I think. How fun would it be to go if it were still open for like? You know, in 2019. Now you just go to Kentucky and go to that creationist museum. Yeah. They actually uh, will, like, kick you out if you make any kind of joke. And apparently they're pretty tight about it. Really? Well, Mm -hmm. then you just save your free thought until afterwards. (laughs) Observe, make notes. Then record a podcast about it. Exactly. Why don't we do that? That's where we should do a, like a live podcast is in the fucking creationist museum. Flash mob. That too. If they get a, if, but think about it. If they ever get a credit though, like for some reason they get like a dragon wagon or something. Did you mean a Jesus wagon? Oh, it would definitely be a Jesus wagon. Or the Ark Encounter. They have the recreation of Noah's Ark. It's all down there in Kentucky, man. Jeez. 
So I just have this horrifying image of a cross anywhere on any roller coaster. And I wonder if that exists already anywhere else in the world. But I, there's no way to Google that. Kimara. Tomorrow? Kumara? Kumara? Oh my gosh. Oh. <laughs> Yikes. Too soon. All right. No, I'm just too Yikes. dumb to pick that one up. <laughs> or the two joints. So, do you regret being here yet, Mark, or do we need to. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> but the night is young. We've got plenty of chances to make that happen. Um, Shit, I think the next story, that's yours. All right. Okay, this is one that actually kind of grinds my gears. So Great Escape may find a new site for their new for 2020 ride. Um, Don't even bother making a West Coast racers joke here. But, like, apparently they're still trying to get approval to build this ride from the, like, city council or whatever you want to call it. Oh, God. How do you announce a ride not having it fully approved? Well. And it's funny how, like, it's happened a couple of times. Yeah. Like, yeah, I I wonder the same thing. Honestly, that happened this year in Chicago with a music festival. They announced it and sold tickets, and then it was like, oh, we, we can't do it. Jeez. So, I mean... Friar or Fest too? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. So, I mean, maybe there's very little legal repercussion... Or maybe they're just trying to put pressure on the approvers. I mean, that's ridiculous that they would like announce that and then be like, hey, get the paperwork in order. They're like, hmm. Right. Sorry, boss. I got uh, some bad news. <laughs> Especially because it's like uh, one of those, I don't even know what type of ride it's called. It's usually an upcharge ride at like the fairs and stuff. Like the slingshot? No, it's it's the big boom ride that spins around. I don't remember what they're called. They didn't even have any footage in that like 2020 announcement. They didn't have <laughs> an, uh, a rendering or anything. It was like stock footage of some ride and they just showed the logo. Yeah, and it was. Yeah. It was like, okay, cool. There's a ride. And now maybe there's not a ride. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, I mean, I guess kudos to them for not showing anything on the thing. <laughs> yeah. If they, if they put a sign up with the logo, then technically. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Adirondack Outlaw? Yeah. See that sign there? There it is. <laughs> or it's like when Six Flags just when they relocate rides and they just recycle the footage from the previous park or of a lookalike ride <laughs> as like the full promo. That hasn't happened recently, but Yeah, but they they did that for a lot of stuff. 
Like when they yeah, had yeah. those Batman backwards trains. Yeah. I went to that stupid commercial shoot and it was horrible. Wait, why? <laughs> Wasn't it awesome? Uh, any other ride would be awesome, but like, how many times can you ride Batman backwards? Quite a lot. Then you would have been better suited for it for me, man. <laughs> yeah, that forwards is intense as is. Backwards just. Yeah, I probably wouldn't be able to do it more than like twice in a row. Yeah, I could do it forwards several times, probably all day with a couple breaks. But like when you're going backwards after a few, it's like, fuck, I'm out. Well, how (laughs) many um, did they want you to ride? They had enough people where you didn't have to continuously ride. Oh, okay. That's good. But it's still like... I remember riding it enough where I was like, oh, and I've done it. I've gone and fucked myself up on a roller coaster. (laughs) Man, that was so much fun. I miss it. Well, that was like shit. That was like nine years ago, right? It's a while back. uh, Shut up. You're making me feel all old, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I'm just saying, bring it back. Where where are those chassis laying around nowadays? Some Jim Reed Anderson's basement. <laughs> That's his parting gift from the company. <laughs> oh, hey, Ben, good news. There's a fun story for you to cover. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. Um, so a teen was shot in the Wild Waves parking lot. Um, so that's the theme park just south of Seattle. I guess I'm not surprised. I I don't know. It doesn't seem like a great area. Damn kids. I'm guessing it was just so, like, I don't know. Some dumb fight. There's not much to say about it. So let's see. So a 17-year-old victim after 11 p.m. Um, no real information on it. That's too bad, though. But yeah. that park sucks. So, And that's your home park now, right? Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that just hit me. <laughs> Rip. Fuck. <laughs> At least I could say like Lakeside before. Well. Ooh, wild waves. Ooh. <laughs> well, um, hopefully that kid's all right. Yeah. Put the guns down, people. Um, Iron Gwazi got topped off. Hey. All right. Woo. Still no POV, but hey. We'll get there. It's going to be a very surprise element. 
It's the first of its kind double kick flip JoJo roll. I'm trying to imagine what that would be like. Uh, who knows? It's just it's just two lagoon rolls back to back. It's like a JoJo roll, but like you leave the station with enough um, height that you can like get airtime into a bump. Yeah, yeah. So you know, but you know the lagoon roll from. Uh, cannibal. Yeah, where it does like it does like three quarters of a barrel roll one way. I can't even say roll. Three quarters of a barrel roll one way, and then it stays kind of inverted, and then it goes the other way. Yeah. So you thinking that RMC is going to rip that off? Maybe out of the station, really slow. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Me too. But, but it just does it twice. So it's the double <laughs> it's uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It it looks fun. Yeah, it's gonna be another RMC. It's like you know exactly what to expect. Yeah. There's nothing that's gonna surprise you, but it's gonna be awesome, probably. Yep. Yeah, it actually looks if it if it's a lot like Zadra, which I haven't ridden, but it looks really fun. Then I'm excited. Well, let's all go to Florida. And speaking of Florida, so Fun Spot Kissimmee announced the name of their new coaster. Uh, unfortunately, it is not what was surely the overwhelming frontrunner, Coasty McCoasterface. <laughs> Instead, it is Hurricane. Wow. What an original name. Yep. So much, like there had to- so much for a write-in contest. Some kid in Florida wrote that in. <laughs> With the- That's okay. They were like, fuck you, coaster trolls. <laughs> so what was the full uh, Mc- whatever, Coaster McFace? I totally missed that. What What was the full thing? Oh, Coasty McCoasterface? Okay, so that was like a real submission? Oh, yeah, I definitely submitted that. <laughs> I know a bunch of other people did too. Oh, nice. Did it for the memes. Well, I mean... If they would have named the coaster that, it would have been the most epic thing ever. Right. They should have done it just for like a day as a joke. Just to get everyone to show up to the park. They should have announced it that way. Yeah, troll troll the trolls back. Yeah, exactly. Announce it's coasting the coaster <laughs> face. And then on the unveiling, no, it's Hurricane. That's a yeah, they missed a really good opportunity. Yep. That's when you need Kentucky Kingdom's PR department to step in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, go ride Coasty McCoasterface or whatever the hell it's called. Um 
Hurricane. Coasty McHurricane face. Now it's time for something fun. I like this segment a lot. Ben, I know you like this too. Hopefully you like this one, Mark. It is time for our Killer Coaster of the Week. And this week's Killer Coaster is the Cyclone at Coney Island. Yeah. Woo. You've been on this one, right, Mark? Yep. Yeah, it was a bit ago, but yeah, I wrote it. How was your experience? Oh, I thought I was going to die. Yeah, that's that's about what I thought, too. Where did you guys sit? Yeah. Uh, I think I sat front row. And if I remember correctly, it's the only ride I legitimately had to hold on during the ride. Just because it was so rough and rattly. There's nothing scarier on a roller coaster than knowing that the state is in charge of the maintenance. <laughs> that too. So, I have heard it. I, I have heard it got a lot better since GCI got a hold of it and retract it and whatnot. But who knows? I wrote it before then. Same. I legit remember coming off that ride, and like my chest was hurting. It was weird. <laughs> yep. See, I wrote it in just the very back, and oh my god, rip! But it wasn't—it wasn't that bad though. It just was a really insane. Um, they were like really abrupt, like pops of airtime because of how big the train was, and how awkward all the drops were. Mm. It was really—it was fun. I mean, yeah, it beat the shit out of you, but I don't know. I kind of liked it. But I'm I'm sure it's gotten pretty bad, or in the, or it was pretty bad. They probably like never did any kind of track work on it, <laughs> and it still costs like seven bucks to ride. They were like, throw another coat of paint on those <laughs> on those layers of wood. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just go right over the rails. It's fine. You know what was really fun, though, was the Wonder Wheel. That's one ride that's actually kind of impressive to ride. Yes. Yeah, and that's scary, but in the fun way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not like Cyclone, which is scary in the holy fuck, I think I might actually die today way. <laughs> you know what's even worse is that stupid Thunderbolt ride. Oh, gosh. Thunderbolt reborn. And everyone's like, what the fuck? That's not a wood coaster. It's time for the Disney Minute. The Disney Minute. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. We're going to go get our tickets and head to Disneyland. We're back at the happiest place on Earth. Disneyland. Welcome, everyone. I'm here today at Disneyland. Today we are going to talk about things we wish we'd known before we went to Disney World. Disneyland is dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, 
and the hard facts that have created America with the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Thank you. All right, so Disneyland has a new Tomorrowland entrance. Disney adds drones to Star Wars Galaxy Edge. The final piece of track was installed on Tron Light Cycle. And Disney is planning an Anaheim timeshare. The Disney Minute. Um, so we're going to forego our typical listener questions segment because we have a guest here. But of course, if you do have a question, you can feel free to email us over at yourfavoritecoastersucks at gmail.com. But of course, we are now joined by, uh, and have been joined by Mark from the Drunk Riders podcast. Uh, anything else? Now we should plug Twitter, uh, Coaster Force. Yep, just like, subscribe, smash that like button, all the goodness. Give it, Absolutely. Give us a listen. Please do. And, man, it's it's great to be having friends of the show and you guys, you know? Definitely. Really, We really dig your show. And, you know, hopefully there's some sort of level of mutual respect. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm having a great time right now. For sure. Well, thank you again for being on. So we're going to ask our... Typical interview questions. Uh, ben, should we switch off or what do you want to do? Yeah, let's, well, we can do that. That's cool. We'll go ahead then. So, uh, all right. So the first question is always the best. Um, so what's the worst roller coaster you've ever ridden? Mindy Racer at Six Flags America. Ooh, is that so? That's like your least favorite SLC coaster in general. <laughs> What's so bad about it? Like I have no idea what was going on, but every single section of the ride, our car was just shunting back and forth, and almost like the Coney Island Cyclone, it felt like a death trap. Oh, wow. So have you ridden, like, were there other SLCs that you'd compare it to, though? Like, pretty bad, as in, like, worse, way, like, way worse than any other? Worse than T3. Oof. Oh, okay. And that's, that's saying something right there. <laughs> it's actually really funny, because if you look at off-ride video of T3, you just see everyone's legs violently like getting thrown side to side at the same time. Yep. So they didn't actually fix anything on that ride. No, they, they got new trains and it just, they weren't working out. Oh, and yeah, that one was like the, that's like one of the first generations or something, right? Yeah. That's a pretty old ride in in and of itself. And then, uh, after the park, after Six Flags shut it down for a bit, they got new inverted trains from Kumbach, I believe. And it's just a bad design. Yay for cheap bad designs. On a ride that's too cheap to even fix at this point. Yeah. Well, in an almost related question... What park has the best bathrooms? 
I think we talked about this one on the Drunk Riders a bit ago. I swear we didn't bite your bit. We've been doing <laughs> this one since before your award show. Hey, no worries. Uh, let's see. This is this one's tough because it's like it could change from hour to hour. Plus, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. Plus, like, who knows if you happen to go into, like, the oldest bathroom in the park in, instead of the newest. Um, but I I want to say Dollywood. I don't know exactly why, but something makes me want to say Dollywood. I'm almost certain that's what Marcus said when he was here. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Has anyone ever mentioned the uh, Thunderbird? What's the flying co- or the wing coaster? Wild Eagle. Um, Wild Eagle. Yeah, I will say those bathrooms were really nice. Yeah, it's actually the only time I've ever shit in a park in my twenties. <laughs> <laughs> so that's saying something. I haven't been to those bathrooms, but I have no shame in shitting at a park. <laughs> Can't do it. I mean, it's, it's, there's no, it's not like it's a pleasant experience, but hey. You ride a couple rides, they knock something loose, you know? Yep. Wait, does that really happen for you guys? Yeah. Occasionally. <laughs> Okay, so, like, since I went vegan, I have to shit, like, five times a day. So, yeah. There it is. There's no exception when I'm at a theme park. That's true. I mean, like, I I suppose you wouldn't run a ride. I can't talk. I suppose you wouldn't want to ride, like, the Coney Island Cyclone with a hammer handle twisting around your intestines, like... Oh, oh my god. No, 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 no. If I was going to ride that again, it'd have to be like first thing in the morning. No coffee for me. I don't want to fuck my heart up. <laughs> everyone everyone makes fun of you because you shit on a ride. <laughs> and like, oh it's like, oh, you were so scared you shit. And it's like, no, it's so fucking rough I shit. <laughs> that ride literally <laughs> beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Love it. Tangents. Um, so uh, what's the worst media events or like, uh, I guess, event if, that you've ever been to? So opening of a new ride, ACE event, that kind of thing. That would be um, Cedar Point opening day 2007. Because, like, what was it, like, two weeks before that, they announced Maverick wasn't going to be open. So everyone's just walking around and, like, looking at Maverick, like, sad panda. Did it still have the Heartline rule at that time? Yes, it did. Oh. Yeah, that'd be a little triggering. Yeah, and luckily they weren't testing it that day. I guess they were testing it on Monday. uh, And people were there and, like, recorded it on their cameras. Um, but yeah. Damn, I'd be pretty salty if I went there for opening day and it was like, yeah, but not the new ride. 
<laughs> Although a Six Flags park has always been my home park, so that's never not been a thing I've dealt with. Yeah, that's true. It's usually yeah. just concrete at that point. At least they opened all our rides the year they were supposed to open. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Did anything besides that make it the worst? Um, there were probably still rides that were down a train or two. And I don't know, it might have even rained. It was so long ago, I hardly remember. Um, but yeah, opening days at Cedar Point are usually fairly rough. They, they do struggle getting rides certified and the park staffed to where it should be, so... You're always always going to have some sort of issue opening weekend. <laughs> yeah, I remember like that was kind of just the memory of working there was how mm-hmm. unprepared everything was for the first two or three weeks. Yeah, and it's like, come on, guys, doing it 150 years next year. You're still not got it down pat somehow. <laughs> I will say though I think 2014 was probably the best opening day I think I've ever seen at that park I guess I haven't been to too many I've maybe been to like six or seven of them but that year everything was open everything had two at least two trains and all the lines were less than 20 minutes all right good weather good year Anyway, <laughs> that's about it, though. That's every other t- year, it's been like 40 degrees, rain, or one year everything was too, everything couldn't open because of the wind. I was there that day. <laughs> that, that must have been the other one because it was for gatekeepers opening. Oh, yeah. Yep. Damn. And that happened a lot. I mean, so I working ripcord, we were closed. I remember one summer we were closed for like seven whole days just because of wind. Jeez. And none of the B and M's could operate. Um, Millennium Force couldn't operate. It was basically just all the short, uh, like short rides and the wooden coasters. Mm-hmm. Damn, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Even when you know they're <laughs> you hear the wind, you know they're like no refunds. Yeah. Oh, all the rides are down. Sorry, read the back of the ticket. <laughs> so, uh, what's the best dragon wagon you've been on? And it doesn't. Does the... It doesn't have to specifically be a dragon wagon. Just. You know, like kitty coasters. Okay. Uh, the one at Carowinds, because the last like three hills in the last turn are actually kind of violent. It's really fun, actually. Oh, you're getting the scoop here, folks. Mark's talking about the ejector air and sick laterals. Yep. On um, whatever the car- the kitty coaster is, the Carowinds. Yep. Don't even remember what it's called. 
but there is video of us riding it back at the when we were down there for the live back in May. I think it was. Yeah, May. I mean, shit, I've been on that ride. I don't remember it that specifically to call it out as a favorite, but I don't doubt some of the like any kitty coaster that's named specifically. I don't doubt that it runs pretty well. Yeah. Was it uh, <laughs> was it Wilderness Run? Yes. Okay. Yes. Huh. You know what? I don't think I've ridden this. Looks fun. For what it is, yeah. So is the airtime in the... What were you saying? The airtime, is, is it in the front or the back? Oh, it's all over. Okay, so is that is it at the end with all the bunny hops? Yep. Nice. Good to know. You said it was a miler? Yeah, it's the... Wilderness Run. Oh, sick. Maybe I didn't ride this one. Oh, it's highly possible I did not. Shouts for the credit that I don't have. Do you have... (laughs) Do you have to ride with a child? You don't. Nice. All right. So it's really easy to get. I can't imagine going up to one of those rides, though, alone. (laughs) Nowadays, like, it just feels really weird. Definitely. Luckily, we had a whole group, though. Yeah, that's that's not. Yeah, I would do it as long as I wasn't alone. (laughs) I do not want to be the weirdo with headphones on going onto the kiddie coaster. (laughs) Right. But what if you wore a business suit? Would that be weirder or better? Both? Probably weirder. Or like a polo shirt. A polo weirder. shirt. <laughs> Actually, no. Yeah. How about a giant lollipop? <laughs> oh, gosh. With like the obvious uh, adult diaper, like showing through the pants. <laughs> Is this how you're dressing in 2020 for park visits? Maybe. I'm not. <laughs> no. Nah. I was going to say perhaps a new a statement in uh, coaster enthusiast fashion. <laughs> Could you imagine the guy who's like, I don't want to say the real name, but just think crackers, but not yeah. sugar, but yeah. Doing that. Oh, <laughs> I could totally no, see dude. it. No. I mean, yeah, but no. No. <laughs> All right, now that we've tangent into an inside joke, that's good. All right, so um, so just have you ever like dated a ride operator, any kind of inter-park relationship in your life? I have not. 
if you ever wanted to? Um, no, not. I mean, I guess I'm indifferent about that. Never really crossed my mind back in the day. It's a fair response. Well, okay, so if you did date someone that worked at a theme park at any point in time, if it came with benefits associated with what department they were working in, so like if they worked in rides, you could cut the line. If they worked foods, you'd get free food. What like department would you choose to date in? Food services. Man's got to eat. That's a good one, though. That's better than getting the food pass. You could probably get the food quicker. Totally, yeah. You could be like, hey. Yeah. Could you hook it up with some fries right quick? (laughs) Seriously. And you know they're just throwing out, just completely wasting tons and tons of food every single night. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting. Um, All the food bins. So like another like working Cedar like at Cedar Point the food bins from all the leftovers were disgusting. It was just food and plastic bags. <laughs> Jeez, like, like, that's same as Great America, man. You'd smell that grease at the end of the night. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Mark, do you ever work at a park? This is off script. No, I haven't. Have you ever wanted to? <laughs> eh. Briefly, like way back when, when I wasn't old enough, but then I realized probably not something I really want to do. Yeah, that's like a sad realization. Yeah. But it's it's like, it's, I don't know, it was fun to do for a while. I can see that. Yeah, it only hit, that sad realization only hits some of us after we try it. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. So, um... I guess like uh, probably maybe a little different if you never worked at a park, but just like what's the most annoying park employee you've ever dealt with and at what park Um, and all that? So this one was actually at Great America. Um, It was a couple minutes minutes before lunchtime, uh, noon I think. And I went to go like buy a bottle of water or something like that. And the lady was like, well, my shift hasn't started yet. And she wouldn't sell me a bottle of water. (laughs) It's like two minutes to the start of your shift and you're here. You're really not going to sell me a bottle of water right now. Oh my God. Maybe. Is there any kind of like weird uh, park policy about that? Yeah, dude, if you're on stage, you got to be working. Oh, okay. Yeah. I And then I had another weird experience at Great America on a different trip where um, it was just turning 10 o'clock. So park was officially closed, but the rides were still running because they were clearing out the lines. The guy at the entrance to the station uh, just got up and was like, all right, my shift's over. You're on your own now. Just walked away. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what in the world is going on? But, like, could can't you relate with him more now as you're a little older? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
yeah, I could totally see that. But also, I'm sure his, he, his ass got fired. Probably. That's how they do it at Mount Olympus. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. They literally they just <laughs> so like they so when they close the ride, they don't have any announcement, and they also don't cycle the line out. So um, they'll just stop running the ride, <laughs> and then walk away from the station, and everyone's just standing in the station and down the line, not knowing what's going on. That's and horrible. They like slowly figure it out, and then everyone just like leaves. <laughs> oh, good old Mount Olympus. Where you can drink beer on the coasters. Yeah, how is that place still open? Nobody sued them that bad yet. They're like the Wisconsin <laughs> mafia of the Dells. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> the Greek mafia of. Because uh... <laughs> they're actually Greek. <laughs> I think. Yeah, and they yeah. employ Bulgarians. Yeah, the trailers they put their employees in are really gross. Yeah, and like most of them can like only speak a couple sentences in English. Jeez. But you know. Hades three sixty. You Cyclops. Know Apparently they fucked that one up. Well, I mean, yeah, but it's still got to be somewhat good. I guess they modified that drop to have uh, no airtime. Oh, man. I haven't ridden it, though, yet with the modified. I don't want to. I want to just remember it how it was. So uh, (laughs) this is a fun question. You have good Rob Alley stories? <laughs> Speaking of killjoys. <laughs> um, no, I actually haven't directly interacted with him. I guess the only really good thing I have is like his Starbucks rant a while ago. <laughs> that was a whole new wave of uh, Rob Alvey. Right. God, of all the petty things to get upset about. Is he still um he hasn't posted anything recently about that, right? Like No, he posted that thing in Japan. Oh yeah. Oh, about Starbucks? Yeah, he was like, even during a typhoon they have their Starbucks open. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's a fun question to ask because it's a pretty small community. Definitely. Everybody pretty much knows each other. Yeah. Um. So uh, this is a weirder question, but in what park do you think has the most overweight guests? Dollywood. Yeah, it seems to be a common answer. I would agree. Yeah. Poor Dollywood. Poor poor people of Tennessee. 
Well, perhaps there's a correlation between the size of the guests and the quality of the restrooms. <laughs> That's holy shit. Maybe. <laughs> do they have more handicap stalls though? That's like to accommodate rascals. That that is a legitimately good question. We are pushing scientific mm. research here at your favorite coaster sucks. <laughs> yeah dollywood's got a lot of large guests a lot of rascal scooters Mm -hmm. the bible belt that holds everybody (laughs) ben do you remember that old video where dollywood and they like Right at the beginning of the video, they opened up and it was um, all the scooters corralled from the rental place. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, go Dollywood. Well, uh, unrelated... But what do you think, in your opinion, is the most overrated roller coaster? Oh, that's an easy one. The Beast. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's good at night. Don't get me wrong. But if you ride it in the day, you're just like, what is going on? Why do people like this ride so much? I've taken to saying that, like, it's just fine as a ride. Mm -hmm. But how the hell it ends up, like, at the top of some list, I just can't understand. It's probably all those, like, I always say it's those old ass acers that are still there (laughs) doing the voting. Yep, the old acers and then the insufferable Kings Island fanboys. It's just a meme. That's all. (laughs) Well, I think with those golden ticket awards, I'm pretty sure it's easier to get a ballot than anybody thinks it might be. Probably. Although there have been people that have noticed some discrepancies, like uh, which ride got best new 2019 ride this year? Was it Steel Curtain? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Best and then roller coaster or whatever. Or, and then in the overall list, when they aggregated all the rankings, Yukon Striker came out above um, Steel Curtain, and everyone's like, "How did this happen?" And like Hagrid oh. showed up for best ride somewhere or something too. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's, the fuck ever. They're all just meaningless <laughs> polls that only us nerds care about. Yep. So when did... Um, I always wondered, or I guess, why the golden ticket has was... is <clears throat> Why it became a standard thing. Like, why is that one better than others? Or is it just kind of the only one, you think? Probably because it's the only one that puts money into, like, marketing... 
and they're associated with like an old magazine, so they've been doing it for a long time. Oh, yeah. the magazine. That's right. Okay. I totally forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, and it's like it's recognized by all the parks and like certain parks hosts and whatnot. So. And I'm pretty sure there's also some sort of like feed into your park and or attraction into it. Yeah. Possibly. Well, I mean the fact that like no Disney rides ever show up for like anything. (laughs) It's like, I know they're not the best for coasters but like they've got to have some contenders in the dark ride category yeah for sure but you know whatever parks like to market and whatever Mm -hmm. and king's island Um, certainly proves that (laughs) that's true maybe they dumped the most money into it You know, it wouldn't surprise me if the majority of the ballots were like around the Cincinnati, like the Cincinnati area. Well, yeah, you know, if you think back about it, amusement today or whatever is it's an old magazine, and like Ace members yeah. probably were like the subscribers and you know ballot the vote voters when they first started all that. Right. And King's Island has always been like, oh yeah, you like the beast, then come do the morning walk back. And mm-hmm. I wonder why King's Island produces the most uh, like coaster enthusiasts. It seems, especially in Ohio. It's weird. The hell else is there to do in Ohio? Exactly. That's true. If you drive 20 miles in any direction, you're already in nowhere (laughs) for 19 miles. True. So, um, speaking of things that should happen, like um, RMC and the Beast. (laughs) Do you you consider Topper Track to be wooden coaster, steel coaster, or hybrid? I consider it a wood. No, I'm sad. And my reason being is it's just the top two layers. So most of the rail is still wood. So like what I guess my only argument, the reason why I don't think it's wood is because it has those uh, braces. It's kind of like I always describe it. It's like it's kind of like arrow track with some two by fours wedged under the rail. So it's kind of like the woods there for a reason, but this, there's also a shit ton of steel. So it's like, that's eh, kind of like a hybrid, but I have a very, yeah, I guess it depends on what's really doing the work, whether it's those steel braces or whether it's the wood itself. Yeah. Like, do you, have you ridden outlaw run versus other? Yes. Do you think there's a difference between outlaw run and like lightning rod? Or Goliath. Uh, in terms of how they ride, or how like they how feel? they ride, and if there's like if you'd consider the classification any different, 
Because that seems to be like the deciding factor for some people. Right? Because wasn't last week, didn't Mike say Outlaw Run was wood and then the rest weren't? No, that's what Ryan said a couple weeks ago, but yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, El Toro Ryan said that like Outlaw Run is wood and out, uh, Lightning Rod is steel. I mean, they're both tapper. Yeah, I mean... Oh, Outlaw Run uses wooden ledgers, and the rest uses steel ledgers. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's what it was. And actually, that that's actually... Yeah, that kind of changes things. I still yeah. think... It's, yeah, I guess. I still think they ought to be in their own category, because if you compare even Outlaw Run to, like, the hundreds of other non-topper track wooden coasters that are out there it you like you really can't compare them you know Mm -hmm. and that's really more what i go off of yeah i'm kind of the same way i can't really compare it to any of the other wood coasters i like but any it's it's i love it because it seems to trigger a lot of people including myself so it's a fun debate yeah it seems to be one of those hot button things in the community that's just fun to toy with get people all riled up i mean like the thing that i guess i only get upset about is with the marketing aspect of it like how uh how they consider zadra a wooden coaster or uh what's the other one there is a few that are, they're considering hybrid, like RMC iBox is hybrid, uh-huh. or something. But well, you know the parks are going to say what they want. Yeah, really, it's mostly up to the manufacturer. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure RMC even markets Topper Track as wooden coaster though. No, I'm I'm bet they completely stay out of that discussion. That's what their website seems to yeah. suggest cuz I wanted to look it up before we started asking this question. And yeah, yeah I, they, I don't think they've ever mentioned anything about whether it's wooden or steel or hybrid. Yeah, I don't recall anything about whether they have or not. They're probably just like it's fucking track, just buy it and give us money. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. They're like, fuck that shit. Let the nerds decide it. <laughs> we're making money over here. Because we're nerds. And I'm not going to say bad news if you're listening to this, but bad news if you're listening to this. Um, Here's the question now. Do you have any buffet horror stories? The closest I can get to that would be my first trip to Silver Dollar City. Because... We found the buffet, and then you walked in like this prison cavern thing, and it just felt awful. The atmosphere was awful. Oh, my God. That that mine buffet, right? Yep. I ate there, too. That place sucks, and that is <laughs> – all right. That's the second time a guest has brought it up on our show. <laughs> that place officially fucking sucks. What, yes. what is it? What is it? 
it's just like a buffet at Silver Dollar City, and the food isn't even that good. And it's in a mine? Yeah, it's themed to like a mine shaft or something. Okay. Yeah, you got to go downstairs when you go in, and then you go like around a corner, and there's all this rock work. Yeah. And then, of course, Ben, you're fucking six fucking whatever. You would hate this shit. You'd have to bend over because there's rock work <laughs> in the ceiling. Nice. Like hanging down. And of course, as a as obligated, I mentioned I'm vegan. So I read Oh Salad Bar because it was one of the four places in Silver Dollar City that had an item I could eat. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, so their salad bar was just a big bowl of like bagged salad from like a supermarket. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. That was it. I was like, great, guess I'll have a huge plate of this. <laughs> but yeah, since that's the second time a guest has brought it up, come on, Silver Dollar City, let's get with it on this one. <laughs> For real. <laughs> that buffet needs some help. Yeah, because that whole other side is just meat. <laughs> yep. There's not so, even bread. It's like just meat. <laughs> Wait, so is it like good quality meat though? Or is it just uh like uh I don't know, food distributor kind of stuff? You know what I mean? Uh I remember it being like food distributor kind of stuff. Gross. <laughs> Buffets have gotten really disappointing in the twenty tens. Have you ever noticed that? I don't yeah, think it's all yeah. anything. Like they've just gotten really shitty. No, we know what's going on. Silver Dollar City's buffet is sponsored by Sodexo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like leftover school cafeteria food. <laughs> Pretty much. And they're like 20 bucks. Remember um Speak, like it was a holiday um what park was that at it was like a holiday park food special and it was literally just a boiled hot dog a bag of chips and a soft drink oh my gosh what park was that at and it was like 15 dollars and it was just like <laughs> memorial it was like the memorial day or labor day like big yard picnic celebration feast <laughs> and it was literally a fucking hot dog a bag but it wasn't even like a good hot dog it was like a steamed hot dog yeah like a bag not of even Lays. a quarter pounder yeah bag of lays and a fucking soft drink cup <laughs> yeah it was like a day old hot dog oh worlds of fun oh my god yes that's right and they were like they were like charging. It was like, oh, ketchup, that's a dollar. Mustard, dollar. <laughs> Park food stuff. So it's that region. It's Missouri, right? Silver Dollar City's in Missouri. <laughs> yep. Man, their food sucks. They're like, hey, the food here is rated as edible. <laughs> Yeah, the state of Missouri's. Yeah, it's like they just have an E or 
an N for not as edible. <laughs> no good. <laughs> e edible and no good. <laughs> um Oh, oh, um This question is always weird to me. Cotton candy or ice cream? Ice cream. For sure. Good choice. Yeah, cotton candy is just too sugary. And that's pretty much all it is, except for the dye, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally, I think it's just blown sugar. Or it's like melted and then um, blown out at a high volume or high wind speed. Yeah, no thanks. I mean, half the fun with cotton candy is watching them make it. Yeah. In the parks that don't even do that, it's like, what the hell? <laughs> All right, so here's a weird question with a, with a reference in it that I hope you get, but what mouse do you prefer, Dead or Mickey? Dead mouse. Fucking A, man. You make some good study music. I'm with that. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. We endorse all kinds of cool music over here at uh, Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. All right. What other What other stuff do you like? Uh, all sorts of stuff. I've been recently, I've been into like, uh, like instrumental rock. Any bands in particular? Uh, let's see. Have you guys heard of Chan? No. No. What's that? Okay. They're, they're kind of like a, like a jazzy rock band. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's it's just real nice music to like relax to. Oh, fucking A, man. Have you ever heard of uh, Mahavishnu Orchestra? Actually, I just heard of them this past weekend. I was just thinking like jazzy rock that came to mind, dude. Like John McLaughlin rocking the guitars. That's That's some hot shit if you like jazzy type of rock. It's a little more in your face than relaxy. But it's still in that, uh-huh. like, instrumental, jazzy space, too. All right. So right you're more like a rock guy? Yeah. Yeah, I also listen to a lot of alternative. What are your bands? Go ahead. Uh, let's see. Foo Fighters. Um, Linkin Park, although that's more new metal. Uh, let's see. Incubus. Oh, yeah, dude. Greta Van... Yeah. Greta Van Fleet. Oh, I dig their shit, man. Yeah, you, I love them. You think they're biting Zeppelin, or do you, like, not even give a shit about... Yeah, I don't really care too much. I mean, the sound's definitely there. I feel like it's cool, because, like, 
Zeppelin hasn't been around since the early '80s, so like, if it's yeah. Plus, what's what's wrong with emulating one of the greatest rock bands in all right, of history? And there's no one that can do it quite right. They're doing the right thing. Yeah. So it's basically like exposing a younger generation to that same thing. So I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Their album was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm a big music nerd. I think Ben, Ben, you're kind of getting into it. You bought some vinyls. Yeah, but I'm still, I'm not, I can't call myself a music nerd at all. I just like to listen to it. I can't remember. I'm like, I'm bad with names and song titles. I can't remember anything. Well, my brain is programmed for retaining really useless information like roller coaster stats and band and shit. <laughs> yeah, the roller coaster stuff is pretty easy to remember. Yeah, I also got like. Yo, what's, what's American Eagle's first drop height? 147 feet. See if that checks out. I don't have RCB open. Do you feel confident in that? Fairly. Okay. Holy damn. (laughs) Mark, Raging Bull's top first, or (laughs) total height. Do you know? Uh, I can take a guess at it. Go. Isn't it like... Isn't it like uh, like two twenty five? No, I don't think it's that high. I think it's two oh two. Two oh two. There it is. Drops the bigger value. Did, wait, did I nail that American Eagle one? Yeah, you did. Oh shit! <laughs> and Raging Bull too. Oh great! My prize is I can pour myself a drink. Cool. <laughs> But wait, hold on. So do you consider your home park to be Cedar Point or Michigan's Adventure or something else? Cedar Point, because it's, it's a little bit closer than Michigan's Adventure. Um, although if I was going by like closest distance, it would actually be C.J. Barrymore's, but I don't really consider them a true <laughs> amusement park. <laughs> I don't fault you for that at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh last time I went there, I wanted to leave before I even got there. Get me out of here. I don't give a shit if there's coasters or not. <laughs> what is uh what is the roller coaster there? So they have uh they have a Visa spinner, although that's brand new. The one they had for a couple of years now was uh I don't even know who makes it, but it's like a, a looping roller coaster actually. Oh wow! Let's see who who makes that. Uh, Pinfari. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's thirty six feet tall, and somehow they managed oh to put a loop in God. it. God. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Well, shit. I think I gotta get on that. <laughs> 
Oh, I just remembered a new interview question I just want to ask right now for the hell of it. What are your opinions sure. on Orion? Is it a giga? Oh, man. Oh, man. So I am in the camp that considers drop height as well as lift height. So, yes, I do consider it a giga, but just barely. Do you think it's going to be a good ride? Objectively, yes. I mean, how how can you say that a 300-foot-tall roller coaster is going to be bad? But of the three B&M gigas out there, it, it's going to be the worst of the three. How do you feel about Millennium Force? It's aging like a fine wine. Nice. It's a good answer. It's a ride I definitely appreciate more than I like. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's certainly not a bad ride. It's not the best, but they've been taking real good care of it over the years. I feel like yeah. I'm still sitting here alone in my camp of Millennium being my number one. <laughs> I mean, I certainly don't fault you for that. I have that old man nostalgia attached to it. <laughs> so maybe I can blame that more than anything. Yeah, I can understand that, though. I mean, it's kind of interesting, though, how I guess because the Beast is like that and then Phoenix is kind of like that and Millennium Force is kind of like that. It's how like different rides can kind of start new generations of coaster enthusiasts. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why there's not actual subjectivity to this. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which thusly explains the Golden Ticket Award. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much as you can try to separate a roller coaster from your experience from it, I mean, how much can you really do right. that? Right. Shit, yeah. So, um, we typically like to do our last segment here where we give tribute to a dead ride. And seeing as you are our guest here, Mark, what ride would you like to pay tribute to? Has anyone paid tribute to Moonsault Scramble yet? No. All right. I don't think so. What park was this at? That was at. Fuji Q Highland, I think. Oh, that was that crazy shuttle coaster, right? Yeah. Yeah. Took me a sec. Again, don't have the RCDB open <laughs> in the brain. The one that uh, gave woman a uh, gave a woman brain yeah, damage. Six point five Gs. Oh my god! Yeah, you wonder why the lift height was two hundred twenty nine feet, and the pretzel knot was 67 feet tall. What? <laughs> yeah. Even in the video, it, it just looks too crazy. 
impossibly crazy. It's like they built it in 2D. <laughs> Yeah, go go on YouTube right now and look at a video of that shit. It's so I've crazy. seen it. It literally has a pretzel knot, but the towers are huge. Yeah, I saw a video of that pretty recently. Yeah, that shit's insane. <laughs> so, did you ever have a chance to ride this one, Mark? No, I've never been over to Japan, unfortunately. But. Man, that ride must have been something else. Oh yeah, I. It's just it's just funny how it looks so kind of like backyard coaster because yeah. the first the spikes aren't even that steep either. They're pretty, I don't know, like forty degrees. <clears throat> no, but when you've got that much of a height variance, I mean. Holy shit, of course yeah. that thing's going to deliver. And oh my god. Can you imagine if you weighed 100 pounds, you'd feel like you weighed 650. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that that could make anyone's heart collapse except for like <laughs> Japanese people who are all thin and <laughs> yeah, that's true. I think they probably weigh like what sixty percent of them of them, the average American. Yeah, weight. I'm sure. Because I actually, I actually thought I read how if you go to Japan or like Asian countries and ride rides that if you're tall, the restraints really aren't designed for you or there's some rides where you have issues. Um, I've heard that from a few tall people. Interesting. I mean, wouldn't surprise me because isn't that how a lot of rides are built even from Europe? Like a certain proportion. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever like Intamin sells a ride to the U.S. or um, or maybe B and M, I don't know. Whatever, maybe B and M. And the park's like, oh well, we have a seven percent um, accommodation rate for guests of over a certain size, and B and M's like, oh, we're not doing shit. <laughs> Actually, that's not true. They have the big boy seats. We have one row we can install. <laughs> <laughs> Did to- wait? That was a Togo, right? Was it Togo or Misho? See, now we're getting into Asian oh, uh, specific manufacturers, and I don't know my trivia quite as well. It was Misho. Okay. okay. Did they ever build another shuttle coaster? Um, I think they made a lot of um, just shuttle loop rides. Yeah, it's probably all they were really capable. 
how the fuck were they able to pull off a 200 plus foot one that pulled six and a half cheese oh my god I'm pretty sure that was the tallest coaster in the world at one point. Yeah, that's right. So there's actually, I rem- okay, so I have a, a roller coaster book from the 90s, and there's actually a picture of um, Moonsault Scramble and uh, Fujiyama in the same shot Ooh. with Mount Fuji in the background. So they mu- it's kind of interesting to think that they operated at the same time. Um, it just seems like that ride was, I don't know, for some reason in my mind, that ride was way earlier than it actually was. Yeah, really. It closed in 2000. It opened in oh, 1983. Wow. Goodness Holy. gracious. It was almost 20 hours. It was open that long. Holy shit. Damn, that thing op- operated for almost 20 years. Holy shit. Well, damn, you definitely picked a a ride to pay tribute to that blew our fucking minds, Mark. (laughs) Sweet. Even looking at um, the pictures on RCDB, the restraints look really, they're like really small. So it looks awful to get to bang your head on that. Yeah, that that train looks awful. Because you can tell just looking at the track that that, was rough as shit. Yeah, but like, just like we were just talking about the subjectivity of it, then if you're in Japan and you ride this incredible G pulling looping coaster, you might just pull a fucking Alvi and be like, wasn't that the best thing you've ever been on? <laughs> That's true. Wow, even so they even have dimensions on our CDB and there it's it was uh five hundred and ninety feet by two hundred and ninety five. That's small feet. as fuck Jeez. for a coaster that big. Yeah. Yeah, those huge straight sections too. Like I feel like that's gotta be Way less than Batman lengthwise in terms of physical plotting. Mm-hmm. I bet Batman's pretty small. How about here? Another guess. Go. How about, well, what track do you think the length, length is? Oh, no, like the, um, the dimensions. 330 feet? Damn it! There's no other RCDB uh, records that have dimensions for Batman the Ride. Oh man, that'd be a fun stat. Come on, you guys are just be. making a game out of me knowing trivia. Shit. <laughs> you feel hey, feel free to ask. That could just be like a thing. You just throw trivia questions. Okay, put them on the spot, or me. Total length of Magnum XL. Oh my goodness. Um All right, how about this? 
over or under on a mile? Oh my gosh. I, I want to say it's over, but I'm actually not certain. Uh oh. I was making a very, like, pleased smile that whole time. <laughs> I was like, good, I got a trivia question. <laughs> All right, I'm back. Bitches. All right, so both of you need to guess now. Over or under for a mile, track length, Magnum XL. Over or under? I'm going to go with over. Under? And Ben gets it with 5,106 feet of track. Ooh, rip. I only remember that because all the promos were near mile of track line. Uh, well, it was a it was a trivia question because you guys were <laughs> fucking getting me for uh, being the RTB <laughs> freak. <laughs> Shit, and I even navigated away from the show's rundown. That's never a good thing. Yep. Whoops. There we go. The your favorite your favorite coaster <laughs> sucks board game. Coming to you Christmas twenty twenty. Yeah, we'll send a home game with you, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Thanks for being a contestant. <laughs> well, we were talking about dead rides. Uh, we are one month away from our cutoff to enter our hashtag. Coaster Deathpool 2020. So make sure you send us your five picks for rides that you think will be closed and or demolished in 2020. We're not going to put you on the spot for five, Mark, but do you think you've got one or two for 2020? Uh, I think Anaconda is a surefire one for 2020. That's our favorite pick currently on the board. Oh, yeah. It's only a matter of time. Let's see. What else? Uh, there's got to be some other arrows that are going to get ripped out. Um, let's go with Corkscrew at Valley Fair. I could see that. I think that one's pretty good, though. Is it? Like, it's actually still doing okay. Okay. I'm going to switch it. It's going to be Excalibur. Yeah. That, that one's been rumored for one. a while. Yeah. I could totally see that. What's I mean, that ride is kind of fun. Um, when I moved to Minnesota and lived there for a while, I went there twice. And it was kind of like my Magnum replacement right. for that one hill. All right. Well, those are some solid picks. I think arrows are definitely all on our watch list here for the coaster death pool. Mm-hmm. And of course our winner with the most correct guesses will win a to be determined, but amazingly bitchin prize. Sick. Yes, indeed. So we've got your guesses here, Mark. <laughs> 
Right. Of course, we won't know for a while, but <laughs> if it's up to your guesses, I'd get out there and ride Anaconda and Corkscrew, and while you're at Valley Fair, ride Excalibur, too. Noted. Maybe I'll try to, but there's not too much new at any of that for me. <laughs> um, so, Mark, you know, you're on the Drunk Riders podcast, which is fantastic, and everyone listening to this should definitely go listen to that. And, of course, Coaster Force, the website, YouTube, Twitter, Insta, all over the place. Yeah. At Coaster Force across everything, and then Drunk Riders Twitter is at the Drunk Riders. We also have a Facebook group, so just search it. And I think approvals are automatic now, but yeah. Then SoundCloud, Spotify, whatever the hell our podcasts are on, all the all the stuff, and of course yeah. when you go listen to them. Go subscribe, comment, like, whatever you can do on whatever app you're on, and do the same for us. Yep, definitely listen to Your Favorite Coaster Sucks Again. Thank you so much for the plug. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You can email us, of course, yourfavoritecoastersucks at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, yourfavoritecoastersucks on Twitter at Coaster Your or find Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. Like us on Facebook, UR Favorite Coaster SUX. If you're feeling generous, we have a Patreon at Your Favorite Coaster Sucks. Sign up and be our first donor. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks a bunch for joining us, Mark. We really appreciate it. Hey, it was a blast. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Thanks for having me. So until next week, your favorite coaster, coaster, coaster. coaster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>